When God's words in the Holy Bible are disregarded, the consequences reveal themselves in different levels of death. For example, God commands against fornication of any kind. Today, over 70 million Americans have on their bodies sexually transmitted warts and lesions. Sexually transmitted diseases abound. God commands against the consumption of alcoholic beverages. In America, there are over 13 million alcoholics and multitudes more who suffer from alcohol abuse. God commands against homosexuality. In addition to horrendous medical and mental troubles, they experience a serious deficit in life expectancy. God commands against putting anything damaging into your body. Every day in the U.S., there are over 20 million instances of illegal drug consumption. It is incontrovertible. When God's words in the Holy Bible are disregarded, the consequences reveal themselves in different levels of death. The ultimate example of this truth will be experienced by all the sons of Adam for all of eternity. On which side of the line we live depends on how we respond to the words of Jesus Christ in John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Are you ready to experience life and experience it more abundantly? Would you like to have all your sin, guilt, and shame washed away? Would you like the power to live a vibrant Christian life? Today is your day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now, for today's subject. God said, Leviticus 25, verses 2 through 7, and verses 20 through 22. Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye come into the land which I give you, then shall the land keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. Six years thou shalt sow thy field, and six years thou shalt prune thy vineyard, and gather in the fruit thereof. But in the seventh year shall be a Sabbath of rest unto the land, a Sabbath for the Lord. Thou shalt neither sow thy field, nor prune thy vineyard. That which groweth of its own accord of thy harvest thou shalt not reap, neither gather the grapes of thy vine undressed, for it is a year of rest unto the land. And the Sabbath of the land shall be meat for thee, for you, for thee, and for thy servant, and for thy maid, and for thy hired servant, and for thy stranger that sojourneth with thee, and for thy cattle, and for the beasts that are in thy land, shall all the increase thereof be meat. And if ye shall say, What shall we eat the seventh year? Behold, we shall not sow, nor gather in our increase. Then I will command my blessing upon you in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth fruit for three years. And ye shall sow the eighth year, and eat yet of the old fruit until the ninth year, until her fruits come in, and ye shall eat of the old store. God said, Leviticus chapter 25, verses 11 and 12, A jubilee shall uh, that fiftieth year be unto you. Ye shall not sow, neither reap that which groweth of itself in it, nor gather the grapes in it of thy vine undressed. For it is the jubilee. It shall be holy unto you. Ye shall eat the increase thereof out of the field. Man said, The Bible is outdated and certainly not valid for today's educated society. Agricultural science is the answer. Now the record. It is not possible 
to disregard the inerrant truth of God's holy word without suffering the consequences of doing the wrong thing. Galatians 6, 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Truth rejected delivers deadly results. This law rules from the universe at large to the very smallest particle of creation, even to every single one of the 50 trillion plus cells of our bodies. Try as carnal men will, they will not escape the fruits of disobedience. This is God Said, Man Said feature article 588 that proves the full veracity of the Word of God found in the Holy Bible. These features are archived in text and streaming audio. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. We look forward to your visits. May the face of the Lord shine upon you with light and truth. Thousands of years before man, in his most sophisticated science, began to understand the reasons why God declared it in the Bible, knowledge only the Creator could know. These are the very last days before the great taking up of the church to meet Jesus Christ in the clouds and just prior to Armageddon and the end of the world as we know it. Only childlike faith will be able to maneuver through these desperately bad and dark times. Maximum light will be required. It is central to our success that we are fully persuaded that the Word of God found in the majority text authorized King James Version of the Bible is true and righteous altogether. As the redeemed, we are required to stake our all on it. When carnal men begin to reap the consequences of their disobedience, instead of repenting and turning away from sin, they will seek an alternative solution that offers a remedy and still protects the sin. For example, sexual promiscuity, heterosexual, homosexual, etc., is devastating to homes and health. Sexually transmitted diseases abound, lives are markedly shortened, infanticide reaches into the millions, and so much more. Instead of repenting and turning from the disobedience and submitting to God's commandments of sexual relations only in the husband-wife structure, their solution to the dilemma is abortion, contraception, prophylactics, drugs, AIDS prevention, AIDS research, etc., etc., etc. As incongruous as this may seem, the principle of workaround remedies prevails in regard to man's rejection of God's commandments. Carnaldom will without fail reject the word of God. Then he will seek a remedy outside the commandment. Instead of success, he will reap compounded dilemmas, and it is glaringly obvious in regard to the Sabbath of the land. As a result of rejecting the Sabbath of the land, the overworked soil suffers mineral depletion, which results in uh, deficient crops, as well as pest infestations. The workaround remedies include chemical fertilizers, dangerous pest uh, control chemicals, as well as genetically manipulated seeds. Unfortunately for the people of the earth, the workaround has serious detrimental side effects to man and beast. Dead zones are what they are being called. The world has 58 known dead zones, and 13 of them are off the coast of the United States. These dead zones are swaths of sea void of life, and they are expanding. The cause of dead zones is fertilizer and sewage runoff, which feeds the runaway growth of algae. 
As the huge quantities of algae plants die, they decompose, drawing the water's oxygen. Fish can escape the oxygen-starved waters, but creatures such as mussels, lobsters, clams, etc. cannot. They must die. Robert Diaz of the Virginia Institute of Marine Science predicts the doubling of dead zones in the next decade unless something is done. He claims that half of all American estuaries are oxygen-starved. The headline in the November 22, 2008 issue of Science News reads, Farm Chemicals Can Hammer Frog Populations. A short excerpt follows. Amphibian populations around the world have been declining recently, with many species on the brink of extinction. Infection with uh, trematodes, tiny flatworms, can trigger debilitating limb deformities, and uh, severe, uh, severe infections uh, can kill the amphibians. Researchers wanted to know uh, why high rates of these deformities began showing up in the mid-1990s. The studies suggest that one answer lies in atrazine's quick rise to dominance in U.S. agriculture, end of quote. The rise of slime is the headline of the January 2009 issue of Discover. The following passage is from that feature. More than half the fish that people hunt in the sea are gone. More than half the corals are gone too. And pollution is strangling the vast stretches of seafloor. Writing in Proceedings of the National Academy of Science last August, marine ecologist Jeremy Jackson of the Scripps Institution of Oceanography sounded an ominous tone. Mass extinction of multicellular life will result in profound loss of animal and plant biodiversity and microbes will reign supreme. As excess plant matter seeks to the seafloor, microbes rot it and suck oxygen out of the water in the process. The, the hypoxia suffocates seafloor animals. In summer, the Chesapeake Bay becomes a dead zone. So does the Gulf of Mexico, where the Mississippi dumps into it. Some 400 regions of the world are now afflicted permanently and occasionally with dead zones, according to a report published in Science in August. When seafloor animals die off, the energy in the ecosystem flows into microbes and jellyfish, a trend Jackson refers to as the rise of slime. If we do not alter the way we fish, farm, and generate electricity, he predicts, similar dead zones will spread across continental shelves all over the world. End of quote. The October 21, 2006 headline in Science News reads, Waters near croplands impair frogs' immunity. An excerpt follows. Pesticide-containing waters leave frogs more susceptible to fungal infections than pristine environments do, new field study, uh, study uh, suggests. End of quote. A January 2008 headline in Discover magazine reads, Unsustainable soil use can cause civilizations to collapse. In Robert Boyd's book, Scientific Facts in the Bible, found in the Library of Congress, we find the following concerning the land and its Sabbath. A surefire remedy for pest control was given centuries ago, yet we are plagued today with insects, oft times with no remedy. Moses commanded Israel to set aside one year in seven when no crops were raised. God promised sufficient harvest in the sixth year to provide for this period. Following this plan here is what would happen. Insects winter in the stalks of last year's harvest, hatch in the spring, and are perpetuated by laying eggs in the new crop. 
Now, if one year in seven no crops were raised, there is nothing for the insects to subsist upon, and the pests are controlled by this method. Our method today is crop rotation, but we are still uh, pestered with insects. God's ways are not man's ways, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. Man will never approach God's method. Then there was the year of Jubilee, after every seven sabbatical years, every 50th year, which served to eliminate the insects, which had a cycle of seven years or more or less, and which were not affected by the one year and seven, end of quote. A national move is underway in Israel to restore the Sabbath of the land commandment. Many farmers there have already implemented the principle, God's Sabbath of the land is the solution to pest control and mineral management and the real remedy for agricultural dead zones. When God's word is disregarded, the consequences reveal themselves in different levels of death. God's word is true and righteous altogether, surely a place to build a life. God said Leviticus chapter 25, 2 through 7 and 20 through 22. Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When ye come into the land which I give you, then shall the land keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. Six years thou shalt sow thy field, and six years thou shalt prune thy vineyard and gather in the fruit thereof. But in the seventh year shall be a Sabbath of rest unto the land, a Sabbath for the Lord. Thou shalt neither sow thy field, nor prune thy vineyard. That which groweth of its own accord of thy harvest thou shalt not reap, neither gather the grapes of thy vine undressed, for it is a year of rest unto the land. And the Sabbath of the land shall be meat for you, for thee, and for thy servant, and for thy maid, and for thy hired servant, and for thy stranger that sojourneth with thee, and for thy cattle, and for the beasts that are in thy land, shall all the increase thereof be meat. And if ye shall say, What shall we eat the seventh year? Behold, we shall not sow, nor gather in our increase. Then I will command my blessing upon you in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth fruit for three years. And ye shall sow the eighth year, and eat yet of the old fruit until the ninth year, until her fruits come in, shall eat, uh, ye shall eat of the old store. God said, Leviticus twenty-five, eleven and 12, A jubilee shall... That fiftieth year be unto you, ye shall not sow, neither reap that which groweth of itself in it, nor gather the grapes in it of the vine undressed. For it is the jubilee, it shall be holy unto you, ye shall eat the increase thereof out of the field. Man said, the Bible is outdated and certainly not valid for today's educated society. Agriculture science is the answer. Now you have the record.